Welcome to episode six of the Tales of Enelis. I am Dr. E.J. Kane here to take you on another role-playing adventure. Last time we left off, Thorfinn Asbjornsson and his friends Alphys and Sormalid were dealing with Kataka, the dark sorceress, and her band of brigands who were terrorizing the town of Elkwood. Now we continue that tale to see what does Thorfinn and his friends do. They may have scared off the bandits for now, but she promised to return, and with greater numbers. So, what will they do? I think Thorfinn is worried about the retaliation. He doesn't think that the villagers of Elkwood are going to be able to withstand an actual siege from Kataka and her brigands. So he turns to Sormalid after their victory on the wall, while many of the villagers are out feeling somewhat proud of themselves and celebrating. These warriors, as we ended on last episode, they know that this is going to get worse. So Thorfinn turns to Sormalid. This is not going to go well, friend. We have to find where these brigands are coming from. I'm going to go out, and I will take Alphys with me. We will find where they're operating from. In the meantime, do your best. Get the people of Elkwood together. Train them. Prepare for defenses. Do what you can to repair the Palisades. War is coming home. Sormalid looks to Thorfinn, understanding where Thorfinn's mind is in this case. Good luck, friend. We'll take care of things here. You find out what these bastards are working from. And so Thorfinn uh, returns to his hut. I think he gathers his supplies. And I don't... He's going to have to talk to Alphys because he's not sure if Alph this is something Alphys wants to do. We recall that Alphys is uh, selfish and smug. He looks out for himself before anyone else. We did establish a few episodes back that he was willing to stay in Elkwood and help his friend Thorfinn, maybe help defend the village, which he might hope to be his new home, and step away from his old ways. However, his selfish trait is still going to come into play here, so let's roll on Alphys to see if he's going to join Thorfinn on his expedition. I think it's likely that Alphys will join Thorfinn. They've proven this friendship already, so here we go. It is 50-50. Uh, the chaos factor I am leaving at 5. That's up from 4. I think things have got a little bit more chaotic, even though they mostly controlled the scene last time. And so here goes. 50-50, uh, or sorry, uh, this is likely. Um, so 65% chance that Alphys stays with Thorfinn. And 27. Yes, he does. So Thorfinn, I think, explains to Alphys the situation um, and what he wants to do to go out in the wilderness and search for where these brigands are coming from. Well, friend, I, of course, will join you. It would be the right thing to do, I suppose. When do we leave? Well, gather your things. We leave as soon as we can while the tracks are still fresh. And so Thorfinn and Alphys gather their items and they're going to try to find uh, the tracks of the brigands, which shouldn't be too hard. Remember, they were all mounted on horses. There were 13 horses trotting off into the, uh, 
the wilderness. So they should be able to follow that tracks. We established it was a beautiful day. Um, so I think this is going to be um, not too difficult. This will not be too difficult for Thorfinn. He has a D8 in survival skill, which I'm going to use to see whether he can uh, follow the tracks left by the horses. Here he goes. Okay, that is a four on the D8, so that is barely a success. But that is a success nonetheless. So Thorfinn and Alphys creep down onto the, the ground following the, uh, the tracks left behind by the, by the riders. And I think they're going to follow them. They're going to see where they go, even if just to figure out which direction the brigands are coming from. Um, I think it's likely concerning the geography. Uh, unfortunately, can't provide a clear mental map necessarily of the region, but um, I think geographically the brigands are most likely coming from the north, from the orc woods that are to the north of the river. But they might not. They might be coming from the, the hills to the northeast or from somewhere south of the river. Maybe there's a fjord or a bridge or something, some way, means of, of traversing this massive river that they have. Or maybe they're taking their horses across on boats. Let's ask the oracle. I think it is likely that they are hidden in the orc woods. And 65% chance again. 24. That is a yes. So... I think Thorfinn finds the tracks. They're heading north, straight into the Orc Woods. I don't think the village of Elkwood has a lot of horses to share with Thorfinn and uh, Althus, but uh, things have been rough. And honestly, I think they might have eaten the horses they had when food got scarce. Um, but I will say it is very unlikely that Elkwood has a horse that Thorfinn and Althus can use for their trek. 25% um, chance. Yeah, that's 68. That's a no. So Thorfinn and Althus will be taking this on foot, much to Althus's dismay. And so they continue on to the north, following the tracks. And it's probably a you know, few days till they reach the, the Orc Woods proper. So I have set up a undertake a journey here using Iron Sworn, and we're going to have them begin their journey to find uh, the brigands' base of operations. The, the difficulty level of the journey I'm going to make dangerous, uh, so it's not too difficult, but I think it's going to take them some time to find this place. A lot of that will depend on how well the weather stays and doesn't wash out the horse tracks, and uh, it might get a little more difficult as they get into the woods. It might I mean, presumably they have to get off their horses to go to the woods. I don't know. Let's find out. All right, so we're going to undertake a journey here, and uh, let's just see how this will determine how easily they can follow the tracks, or do they have to kind of figure things out a little bit as they go. For the undertake a journey using Iron Sworn, I'm going to roll on survival for each leg of this journey for Thorfinn, since he is following these tracks, and that's really going to determine his success so we already said he had a success here following the tracks initially. He knows they're heading north, and they are following them. So I'm going to count that first roll as the first part of this journey. So they are going to reach their first waypoint with that first roll. So that was a weak hit. So they do make they did make that progress, but they have minus one supply. They did resupply in Elkwood, so I'm going to turn that 
to a four now, as they go down from five. And what do they come across in the first leg of this journey? So I am rolling on my homebrew encounter system. So this is a uh, 3d6 roll to see what they come across on their journey. We did have a weak hit, so they are unlikely to run into anything dangerous, but we shall see. That is a nine, which is a monster. So we're gonna roll to see only a 50% chance they actually run into a monster. Otherwise, it's just the sign of one. Uh, and that is a yes. All right. We might have ourselves a little encounter here. So they have run into some type of monster on their travels, something dangerous. Okay, it looks like some sort of animal they've run across in the Great Plains. Uh-huh, all right. So it looks like they've run across a badger in the wilderness um, and this badger probably is not going to bother them and they're not gonna bother the badger. So I think it just adds to the elements of their journey. They're traveling through these, uh, they're traveling through these open plains and grasslands that roll in these hills near the river, and they're heading north away from the river. And they, you know, catch a catch a badger looking for food. Remember, it is mid-spring. Uh, all of the all the vegetation is bright green. They're shimmering. The day is still beautiful. Yeah, it was the evening when they first left, so they're. So the day is still beautiful, the sun is shining, um, and they have a nice view of a badger hunting for food and tubers and the, the roots uh, between a copse of trees. But they're gonna leave it alone and continue on. Let's see what happens on the next leg of this journey. I'm not quite sure how long it's gonna take them to reach the destination per se. I'm gonna say that each leg of these journeys is gonna be a quarter of a day, so about six hours or so, and they're gonna to need to eventually rest. So I think that's as far as they can get in this one day, and they're gonna rest for the night and try to get some sleep, make a, make a camp, although they are trying to make haste. For some of our journey actions, uh, like camping, setting up camps, I'm going to actually be using a modified version of the rules from Forbidden Lands, which provides a great set of wilderness rules for moving across and exploring lands. So I'll be using that. They're gonna be making camp for the night. So for this last, second last quarter day of the day, um, we're gonna be making camp and that will be Thorfinn rolling a survival rule. And there's a four on the D6. So he succeeds and they make a camp in the wilderness. I think they're trying to say somewhat uh, inconspicuous, so they're not going to be having a big fire or anything. I'm um, just trying to lie low and stay hidden in the wilderness. So they can move better together. I think overnight they're both going to sleep, so they actually have a, a danger of something sneaking up on them. So I'm going to roll on my encounter chart to see if something interrupts their sleep. Uh, no. Okay, so they rest for the night, and then they continue on the next morning, rested up, following these horse tracks in the ground. What is the weather on this brand new day? It's okay. It's not great, it's not bad. It's probably cooler winds blowing today, um, but it's mostly clear, and they are able to continue unhindered. They're 
the trail that they are following is not rained out or anything, so they can follow it. Okay, making another journey, a survival roll for Thorfinn. That is a three. That is a fail. So he loses the tracks, I think. So we must pay the price. What is happening? A surprising development is going to complicate their quest. So what is this development? Is it an encounter or is it since they simply lost the tracks? Let's ask the Oracle. I'm going to say that it's likely that they run into something since we established the tracks are unlikely to be ruined in some way unless they cross something. But let's let's ask the Oracle. So I think it's likely that they just that they uh, encounter something. That is a 63 out of 65. That is a yes. So they encountered something that's going to make their journey difficult. What is the nature of this thing they encounter? Okay, uh, that is a nearby faction was rolled up on my custom encounter chart. So what that means, I think, so what I think is that the brigands left some people behind, um, maybe to watch their backs because they are trying to keep their location a secret, I think. We established that Elkwood might not be the only village that is being subjugated by these these brigands over the, over the years of the war. So they're trying to keep their location secret. So they probably left a, a brigand or two behind to keep an eye on their trail, make sure nobody was following them. And so this might be a patrol that's kind of backtracking. Uh, let's ask the Oracle, is that what's going on? I think this is very, very likely. No, 92. So this uh, nearby faction is not the brigands. It's something else that is causing problems. Okay, I have no idea, so let's roll up a combination of action words from the Mythic GM emulator. We've got 53, increase, and four, animal. Increase animal, okay. Well, that makes it pretty clear. There is some sort of wilderness animal, maybe a bunch of them, there's an increase. So I think uh, maybe there's as all the men had gone off to war, uh, there was a lot less hunters in the wilderness. And so the animal population must have exploded. Maybe there's more predators then to prey on, on the increase of prey. And so I think it's very likely that they're actually encountering some sort of dangerous animal. So what is the nature of this beast that befells them? Wild dogs. So I think Thorfinn and Alphys are setting out. It's, it's kind of mid-morning mid as they are continuing their path. They're following the horse tracks of the brigands and suddenly hear the baying of dogs in the distance. And these dogs are barking and, and howling. They got the scent of Thorfinn and Alphys and they're following them, they're coming upon them. And Alphys turns to Thorfinn. Uh, do you hear that? Yes, of course I do. I think we better find a place of safety. Yes, come on. And so they're running, trying to find a, a, a place to hide from these, this pack of wild dogs. So I'm going to ask the fate chart, is there a place they can hide, like a gulch or a, a copse of trees or someplace where they can try to hide from these dogs, maybe climb a tree? Um, I think it's likely uh, they're 
There should be plenty of hiding places in this sort of rugged hills. Uh, yes, so they do find a place they can hide. Um, let's get a description of where it is they are hiding. Quarrelsomely colorful. Quarrelsomely colorful. So I think they find a, a, uh, an outcropping of, of colorful rocks that sort of are sticking up out over the plains. And uh, Thorfinn points them out to Alvis. Look, over there! We hurry! We can get in those rocks! We climb up on them! Perhaps we can keep the dogs at bay! Yes, let's go! And so they rush over to the to the rocks, trying to trying to hide from these wild dogs. And I think this is ultimately going to be a stealth rule. They are trying to hide themselves. And while Alphys is amazing at stealth, we got to use the lowest one here. So big ol' Thorfinn is going to be our weak link. He does have a d6 in stealth. He's not horrible. He was a hunter after all. So I'm going to roll a stealth roll to see how successful they are at hiding from these dogs that are chasing after them. Uh, that is a five on both die. So that's a success. I think they're able to climb up on the rocks and sort of hide up on them. And the dogs, a pack of dogs, I think there's there's just tons of them. Yeah, there's 12 dogs in a wild pack that are roaming over the plain. And they're following the smell, still baying as they're looking. Oh! And so Alphys and Thorfinn are crouched down, having climbed up on these crude rocks. It's outcropping, it sticks up over the hills, and they're looking as these wild dogs are coming over. The dogs surround the rocks. They, they know they're nearby. They're sniffing around, they're looking, but they sort of lose the trail. They, they, Alphys and Thorfinn are able to stay quiet, unmoving. The dogs realize that their quarry is unattainable, and so they eventually continue on, howling and baying as they roam across the plains away from our hiding adventures. All right, well, that was a scary way to spend the morning. What is going to happen in our next quarter day? Going to roll a survival roll for Thorfinn as they continue to follow the tracks. Exploding die on the D6, that is a nine. That is a success with a raise. That is a strong hit on our journey, so we are going to mark progress. That is four out of ten boxes filled in, so we are almost halfway there. Um, I don't think they've quite reached the woods yet. I think at about halfway point, I'll say they reached the, the orc woods and we'll see what goes on there. So they are mostly past the plains. They're getting closer to the woods. And I think they find a copse of trees to, to spend the next night as they are continuing their journey forward. So they're going to make camp uh, again. It's going to be another survival roll for Thorfinn as... Uh, they're making camp. That is a fail. Okay, I think we're going to we're going to spend one of our bennies on that roll because I would like them not to uh, have much trouble on their journey here. There we go. We got a five on the d8, so that is a success. They make camp. They spend the night, and I don't think anything's going to bother them in the night. I'm going to say that it's uh, nearly impossible. Oh, that is a yes. We do have an encounter overnight. What do they encounter over the night? It still might be benign. Uh, yeah, okay. They got rolled up a terrain feature, so 
We'll say it, it's, it's pretty quiet, actually, overnight, and nothing bothers them. So the next morning, Thorfinn continues following the trail, and they continue onward, making another survival roll for our undertaking of journey. That is a three! That's a fail! So something happens again! What is going to happen? They make... So we're going to pay the price. Paying the price! 52, it causes a delay or puts you at a disadvantage. I think they come across um, some sort of environmental hazard that makes their, their journey difficult. What do they come across in these hills? Okay, wasp infested. So as they are continuing on, they come uh, through a, uh, a band of woods. It's not the orc woods yet, but sort of a band of woods that's sort of leading on. And as they're sort of making their way through the, the high thicket that sort of leads into these woods that they have to pass through, they come across a nest, just series of nests of wasps just filling up these, these trees. They're all buzzing with activity as spring has filled the air and it is much warmer, making them a lot more active and uh, rolling on the weather. It's a little cloudier today, but the wasps are active nonetheless. And so I think they come across this series of wasp nests just buzzing away. And the question is, do they see the danger in time to mitigate it? Or does it just kind of uh, come out of the blue? I'll give them a notice roll. We'll use the best notice roll between the two of them. Uh, they both have D6s, it doesn't matter. All right, we're gonna see if they notice the wasps before they push through them. That is a five, that is a success. So yes, they're pushing forward through the thicket. And uh, I think uh, Thorfinn, being the wilderness man, he notices these sort of buzzing sound. You hear that? Uh, yes. What is that? Ah, uh, the wasps. They've woken up from their winter slumber. We should be careful. And so I think they have to stealth their way through, trying to not disturb them, moving very slowly and carefully. So I'm actually going to roll this separately for each of them and see if any of them actually comes into some trouble trying to get past these wasp nests. So for Alphys, this is easy. He's got a D8's plus one stealth. He's quite good at this. Uh, ooh, three on the D8 plus one is four. Barely successful. So I think Alphys manages to slip by. Yeah, but they're, they're buzzing. But the wasps are buzzing wildly. And Thorfinn is going to try to sneak by behind with his friend. Double threes. Oh, no. He does not succeed. Okay. Thorfinn. Being big and bulky, tries to follow Alphys through a, a you know, a, through a small path in the bushes, but he, his shoulder bumps up against the tree. This sends the wasps into a fury. Ah, 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 and he starts swatting at them as they're biting into him. Now, I don't think wasps can cause serious injury to him. I don't think there's that many of them, but I think this is going to interfere with his spirit. So I'm actually going to make a spirit roll to see if he takes any loss to his stress uh, value. Stress, by the way, is my analog to Ironsworn's spirit. So it's kind of his 
which has already taken a heavy blow. It's already down to three because of what happened with his parents, and he's already dealing with a lot of emotional issues already. So this is already making his spirit worse. Uh, got a four, that is a success. He manages to swat them away and he rushes through the thicket of bushes and gets gets out of there. And he manages to avoid most of the pain and he's not too deterred by this event. And so they continue on with their journey. This day has been kind of a bust. They're not making much progress. The orc woods are still looming in the distance. Um, let's see if anything happens overnight as they make camp. Uh, whoa, explode on the eight there. though. That is a 14, so... I think Thorfinn is able to find a perfect campsite, keeps them well secured, maybe in another copse of these uh, stones that rise up out of the hills. So they're, they're very well secure. I think there's zero chance of an encounter tonight. And we're going to move on to the next day. This is day three, I think, since we've left Elkwood, and they're still trying to find these brigands. Rolling our survival roll. First, let's, what's the weather doing? 15, okay, that means it is a beautiful day again. Though That southern wind is finally blowing back, adding a little warmth to their journey. Here we go, undertaking a journey. That is a fail again. Ugh. No, I think I'm going to use another Benny, and we're going to re-roll that. Come on, Thorfinn. Do this, buddy. Seven, there we go. That is a success, not a raise, so I'm not going to call that a strong hit. So we have a weak hit here. So they reach a waypoint and mark progress, but their supply is going down. They did resupply, but they are down to three already. That is now six out of ten of our boxes in trying to find this base. So I think now they finally reach the woods. It's been three days since they left Elkwood, and now the Orc Woods looms ahead of them, and they, and they are going to press in, following the horse tracks. Now my question is, did the brigands have to get off their horses, or is there a trail through the woods they were able to ride on? I think it's unlikely that there's a trail, but maybe they've been busy over the past couple years. Um, Chaos Factor is still at 5. 54. That's a no. Okay. So there is no trail. So I think Thorfinn finds evidence that the Brigands have gotten off their horses, and now he sees maybe booted prints, booted footprints going into the woods. Look, Alphys! They got off their horses and went into the orc woods. Yes. I suppose we have to follow them? Yes. At least now we'll be able to hide ourselves much easier in the woods. I certainly hope so. Okay, that was a success, so let, let's see what sort of features they run into as they now enter the forest. That is, okay, nothing challenging. What do they come across? Okay, there's a, an old trail going through the woods. I think this is a trail the brigands have been using for, for quite some time, and so it's a little worn going through the woods, but I think this makes their progress a little easier. They can just follow this trail. It looks like the horses and the men were going along this route. But I think they do have to they do have to make camp eventually, and so I'm going to roll survival for making camp that night. Boom! Okay, that is a seven on both die. So successfully make camp. Um, do not reduce the chance of an encounter, so let's see if 
they run into anything. I think it's very unlikely given the circumstances. But we shall see. No, they do not run to anything overnight. They're able to make camp and continue on the next morning. Day four on the search for the brigands. It is a mild day. They are now in the woods. So the sounds of the forests are echoing around them. The tall trees rising up. Since it's spring, there's still plenty of light shining through the forest. Lots of green, bright green plants rising up. The springtime plants are rising up to get some of that sun before the trees fully leaf out and block them out with their dark canopy. So Thorfinn and Alphys are moving along with the sun shining, the birds singing. Let's see how they do on this leg of the journey. Fives on both die, that is another weak hit, but it's a success, they will mark progress. We are now at eight out of 10, they are getting close to their destination. But we also have to mark another supply, so that is now down to two. They're running low on supplies, it's been a number of days, and we already know they had very limited food supplies to begin with when they left Elkwood, because Elkwood was low on supplies. So I think they might be thinking about spending some time foraging. They are in the forest now, so I think it's gonna be a little easier to find some, maybe some spring foods. Um, they don't wanna spend the time it would take to do hunting. That does take a considerable part of the day. But they might do some foraging. But before we get to that, let's see what they come across on their journey. So I think we're gonna call this place a wild tanglewood. Let's see what kind of feature there is here using Iron Sworn. That is a zero, zero. Okay, so that's a 100, transition into a new domain. I think they've already found the, the brigands base, um, a stronghold perhaps. What is the nature of the brigands base? Is it an underground ancient ruin or is it some sort of stronghold that they've built in the forest. I'm gonna say 50-50. 53. So uh, yes, it's a place they built. Uh, it's a place that they have a, a stronghold that they have built in the forest. Yes, so I think Thorfinn and Althus see a palisade wall of tree trunks just lashed together in the forest. Uh, a somewhat of a clearing where they've cut down a bunch of trees over the past couple years and built up a fortress in the forest, hidden from the prying eyes of civilization and armies that might want to repel these brigands. I think Thorfinn points it out. So Thorfinn and Althus crouch down, looking ahead. Look, Palisade Walls, it's a clearing. They have been busy. Now what do we do? And that's a good question. What do they do? Well, first of all, let's roll on reach your destination for Ironsworn. This will answer if there's any additional complication for just arriving here at the stronghold of the brigands. Okay, five and three on the D10s, and we had a progress of eight, so that is a strong hit. So yes. This is the stronghold and there is no additional complication. I think they got here under the radar. 
What time of day is it? Okay, it looks like it's getting late. So they arrive at this fortress and it's already getting dark, which is, I think, perfect for them. The cover of night will be quite well, friend. We could sneak in there. Perhaps we could see what they have, what they're planning. Oh, uh, good idea. Let us wait until darkness hides us. And so Thorfinn and Althus scuttle off deeper into the woods, keeping an eye on the fortress from a distance, abiding their time till the sun goes down. Remember, there's not a lot of canopy here, so they, it's, it's not very easy for them to hide in the woods. They have to keep some distance, using the trunks of the trees themselves to stay hidden. I'm sure there's sentries up on the gates of the palisades, much like in Elkwood. These brigands have protections. They are ready in case something happens. Although, being that they are deep in the woods, they're probably a little more lax on their, on their watch since they don't expect anyone to find them. And so we wait. I'm going to call this a new scene before we continue on. So I do want to roll on... So I do want to roll to see if there is a scene interruption. Uh, yes, there is. There's an altered scene. So I think our next scene is Thorfinn and Alphys infiltrating the brigand stronghold. So how is this scene altered? Oh, say reduce activity. I think this is in their favor. I think the brigands... Okay, I've got it. I think the brigands are... The brigands had the advantage of horses up until they got to the woods. So they've been here, I think, for over a day already. And I think, reduced activity, I think they have left already. The majority of the brigands, those that are going from village to village gaining tribute, they have other villages to gain tribute from. So they came back to the stronghold. Uh, maybe Kataka reported to uh, her boss. Again, we don't know who that is. We just know that there is some larger figure at play here, some sort of entity that's in charge of this operation. And so I think Kataka came back, reported on what happened at Elkwood. Maybe they'll deal with that later. And then he's got sent back out, perhaps to another village. Maybe, maybe they're already raiding Elkwood. That I'm not sure of. I just know right now, right now the brigand stronghold is reduced in number of brigands. It is, it is quiet. There are few people there, fewer. Not quite sure how many brigands there are. Uh, perhaps we should answer that. Okay, let's see how many brigands there are at the stronghold. We know there's reduced activity, so so I'm just gonna roll a percentile and kind of see what the power level difference is between uh, the two of them and the brigands. Um, okay, that is an 86, so there's still quite a lot more of them than there are of Althus and Thorfinn. I mean, there should be definitely more than two brigands left behind. What do we got? Uh, I think they're somewhere, you know, maybe up to uh, a dozen or so brigands still left at the camp. Night has fallen. Thorfinn and Althus waiting patiently for darkness as they're going to creep now up to the palisade walls and try to sneak over. I think getting to the palisade walls is, is trivial. It's dark. I don't think the brigands can't see them. Let's ask what the moon is doing tonight. There's some moonlight, um, but it's partly cloudy, so I think it's still pretty dark. I don't think they're going to they're gonna 
they're not going to pop out for the brigands. So, Elphys and Thorfinn sneak up to the walls of the palisade, and they're going to have to climb over. Okay, as they reach the palisade, I have a question. Is there a way in besides climbing over the wall? I think it's very unlikely, but let's see. Uh, 43, that is a no. So they're gonna have to climb over the wall. Do they have the proper gear to do so? I think that's, I think it's possible they have some sort of climbing equipment, um, at least rope, uh, and maybe some sort of, some sort of crude grappling hook type mechanism. That's something I think Office would keep on him. Let's do a check your gear roll and see if they have supplies. This is rolling a supply roll for Iron Sworn. And we get to add our supply, which is down to two. So they don't have a lot of supplies left. So this is not going to be very likely. But let's see what we get. Uh, six, okay, that's a weak hit. A weak hit means that we have what we need, but another minus one supply. So we are down to one supply. Resources are slim, and I completely forgot to forage, so they didn't forage. They were too busy on moving forward. So maybe they can find some supplies in the bandit camp. We shall see. So they have the supplies to climb over the wall. I think, so I think Althus throws up his grappling hook, catches on the top of the wall, and they're going to climb over. So I have a question is, are they able to do this stealthfully enough to not attract the attention of the brigand guards, which I assume are pretty lax. So they probably didn't even hear. So first thing I'm gonna see, did they hear the grappling hook as it claps onto the top of the wall? Just rolling a D6 here. Five, yes. Okay, I don't think they know exactly what it is, but I think they're alerted. Yes, yeah, so the brigands are alerted to the presence of something. They could be an animal, but they're, they're, they're a little more on alert. So I'm taking away sort of their laxness. The brigands that are in charge of watching the gates tonight are, are now a little more alert. They think something might be up. So because of that, I'm going to now roll a opposed stealth roll for both Thorfinn and the brigands. Thorfinn's the worst stealth, so it's gonna be his poor stealth versus the brigands notice, which is just going to be a D6. Okay, the brigands exploded. That is a seven. So Thorfinn has to beat a seven. Otherwise, the brigands hear them climbing over the wall. Come on, we got one Benny left. Gonna need it. No, we got an exploding die. That is an 11. Wow. All right, so Thorfinn is able to climb up the wall with Alphys quietly enough that while the brigands are alerted, they heard a sound, they're not sure where it came from. And Thorfinn and Alphys are able to climb up the palisade wall and flip over into the brigands' camp. And that's where we're going to end the episode today. Join us for the next episode as we continue the exploration of the Brigand Camp. Thank you so much for listening and everyone have a wonderful day.